It takes a lot of hard work to make it look easy. This Mother's Day, Duluth Trading Co. can help you give her something that keeps up. Whether you prefer to shop online or in-store, Duluth has a motherload of gear, goods, and gifts to keep her comfortable and capable, no matter what needs doing. With Duluth's problem-solving details and legendary durability to boot, you'll finally be mom's favorite again. Check out DuluthTrading.com for all your Mother's Day gifting needs. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello, and welcome to the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast, brought to you by the team here at the magazine. Join us as we chat all things gardening with the nation's favourite experts. Hello. And welcome to Gardener's Favourites, a new podcast series featuring Alan Titchmarsh, Kate Bradbury and the team here at Gardener's World magazine. In this special winter series, we'll share with you some of our winter highlights, guaranteed to beat the winter gloom, with options to get you outside enjoying your garden and recommendations for days when you want to curl up indoors. So sit back and enjoy as we share our favourites. Hello, it's Kevin Smith here, the editor of BBC Gardener's World magazine. And today I'm going to be telling you about why I love to use my greenhouse in winter. When we bought our house about 10 years ago, installing the greenhouse was one of the first things I did in the garden. In fact, it was one of the first things I did full stop, much to my wife's horror and frustration that we had a house that was a right state that needed renovating, that needed rewiring and plastering and everything else you can imagine. But I knew I wanted a greenhouse. And that went in first. Probably shouldn't have done. Probably shouldn't have really been spending the money on the the concrete and brick base that went down, let alone the greenhouse itself. But I'd never had one before and I was determined to have one in the garden that I have now. And so in it went. I remember being so, so excited about the thought of having somewhere to sow seeds, to prick out to grow delicious tasty tomatoes and hot fiery chilies, maybe some aubergines. And I dreamt of having an amazing collection of special pelargoniums and other lovely flowers that really only grew really well in a greenhouse. I also thought about it as a sanctuary. 
you know, somewhere just for me, somewhere I would put the radio on or listen to a podcast. I'd take a cup of tea or, if I'm honest, more likely a beer or a glass of wine. I even thought about maybe putting a chair in there. I've never done it. I'm still thinking about it. Maybe I will one day. One thing I never considered, though, is what the greenhouse would be like in winter. All my thoughts and dreams for this glass space that I had installed were all about the summer, those heady days where you've got high temperatures and the vents are open and you're in harvesting your tomatoes. But winter, that hadn't crossed my mind. So what did I use it for initially? Well, first of all, at the end of summer, it was all about cleaning out the spent tomatoes. There'd usually be a few straggly seedlings that I hadn't planted out. I had all the best intentions, of course, but never quite got round to it. But I couldn't bring myself to throw them away. So I just kept them, kept them limping on through the summer months into the autumn. And then ultimately they got chucked out in the big clear out. And then of course, there was the opportunity for a big clean. Everything comes out. So the greenhouse benches get swept down and washed. And there we have it, a completely empty greenhouse with a whole winter ahead. What on earth was I going to use it for? Well, initially, I started to use it to overwinter things. I've amassed quite a collection of tender plants, so lots of cannas and succulents, things like aeoniums and aloes, that kind of thing. And gradually that collection built, and I used the greenhouse to keep them alive, essentially, over the winter. I insulated it as much as I could and I used a small electric heater to keep it frost free. I must say it wasn't heated, just frost free. And that was all that was required to to keep those lovely tender plants alive over the winter months. But I never really ventured down there. I knew everything was safely asleep (laughs) for the winter, as it were, and I didn't perhaps even go down to the greenhouse until the temperature started to warm up. I thought about bringing the succulents and the tender stuff out of hibernation and actually it really felt like a totally wasted opportunity. It was then that I thought actually do you know what I could try actually growing some stuff in the greenhouse over the winter. I mean that's what us gardeners love isn't it growing things and there's not much of that going on over the winter months so I wondered if there was an opportunity. So in those beds where I'd previously had the tomatoes and the cucumbers and the aubergines, I thought about sowing some salad. Do you know what? It worked really well. I sowed it direct into the greenhouse bed in, you know, around October time. Didn't germinate that quickly, but it did. And up these leaves came. I grew all sorts of things, some cut and come again varieties, the kind of things I'd grow in my veg beds outside, but also some standalone lettuces, little gems, that kind of thing. I'll be honest, they were slow growing. They were a bit straggly. (laughs) The conditions weren't ideal. The light levels were low. However, they were alive. They were edible and they were really tasty was something really really lovely about having fresh homegrown salad in the heart of winter something I'd never done before but after I did it that first time a few years ago it's something I've always done since it's interesting harvesting can be quite an adventure we eat our main meals in the evening and I like to have my salad as freshly picked as possible so winter evenings as we know they're dark 
So it means venturing down to the greenhouse, usually with the torch of my mobile phone in one hand and a pair of scissors in the other. It's a bit of a perilous experience, but there is something quite magical and fun about poking around in the greenhouse in the complete and utter pitch black, trying to snip the very best leaves for a salad that we we want to eat for tea. It's often also really, really frosty, so I have to cross my lawn to get to the greenhouse. So it's always a bit of a tiptoeing affair going on round the edge when the lawn is frosty so that I don't damage that lawn and cause irreparable mess that can't be sorted. So yeah, venturing down to the greenhouse to harvest these lovely salad leaves in the winter is not without its adventures, but it does add to the fun nonetheless. Of course, winter is cold. But that doesn't mean the greenhouse is always cold. On sunny winter days, it can actually be lovely and warm under the glass of a greenhouse. The perfect place for pottering, sorting seed trays, cleaning pots. And of course, the radio can still be on. There's always something good to listen to. And a delicious drink can also be had. Again, a cup of tea or, if I'm honest, more likely a beer or a glass of wine. Thanks for listening to the BBC Gardener's World magazine podcast. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and never miss an episode. If you've enjoyed this episode, please tell others about it and rate us in your podcast provider app.